More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today. It's Star 1013. It's Marcus and Corey. It's 604. Good morning, everyone. Hello. It's Wednesday. How are we doing, Corey? It was a rough morning. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to have to suck it up. I didn't know it was going to be raining. Mm-hmm. And so Jeff's gone. Mm-hmm. Dogs are nuts. Mm-hmm. I am not the alpha. They. I have three dogs, and they just followed me around this morning. But when I went, I take them out immediately when I get up, and it was raining, and they just fought me on it. Like, the my Stuart, my 40-pound corgi, was like... They use a pee pad? I don't, you don't, I don't want to train them to do that. Uh, I, I, I want them to go outside. So they all go pee. Mm-hmm. They come in, and I'm thinking to myself, they need to do a number two. Mm-hmm. And then little girl pees in the garage. And I was like, we're just outside. What'd you do outside? She's making a point. It's I guess. out there, Corey. So then I'm get getting ready to leave, and I come downstairs, and there's two piles of number two in the garage. Oh, boy. And as I'm cleaning that up, my horse... Loki was like, oh, I'll join in the party. Do you ever just say to yourself, these are problems for about noon or 1 p.m. today? I'm going to leave. No, because I don't want to come home to that smell. <laughs> I, you don't want Loki's giant 100-pound dog I, turd yeah, waiting okay, for you when you get right. home. It's, it's too <laughs> early we've got, for we've this. We've gotten emails about this. this we, much, we've gotten complaints about it. Too much all, number two too talk. Too much number two talk. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what? It's real life, and I clean up after my dogs. I'm sorry. Do you clean up after your kids? Do you change diapers? Do you no, do that kind anymore. of thing? Not anymore. Thank Anywho. Um, and I didn't talk about it when I did. The rain was a game changer this morning. I blame Jeff. I know. I blame Jeff for creating a culture where he's the only one that matters. He should I, wish be inter- you, I wish you were wrong. should be interchangeable. No, they like literally they will sit by the door. Last night they're just sitting by the door waiting for him to come home. Does anybody else awesome. deal with this at their house where they have more than one dog and only one of the humans I don't want to say you don't matter. That's not my I, that, that was a little too late brusque, but like he's in charge. They know he's in charge and when he's gone it, it, life becomes exponentially more difficult. They bark at everything. Is there a way would there have been a way to create a different culture where you both kind of matter? Where he's the alpha, but you're the beta. And then everybody else is a, what comes after beta? I am the beta. It doesn't matter. He's the leader. Mm. It's not like they all of a sudden go, oh, the leader's gone. Now you're the leader. Right. That's what we need. We need a second in command. We need him to be like, listen. I don't if think the animal kingdom works like that's, that. I was just going to mm. say, that's not how wildlife are. It's not, the, it's not like at the office where you can be like, if it, if it comes from them, it comes from me. <laughs> That's you mean a, like I want to be the vice president? Yes. Nope. You're the VP. You're it's the VP. That's not how it works in, no, in the animal kingdom. Like, like Just like Jason said. Yeah. Loki's the speaker of the house. Mm. And then, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, what did I do yesterday? Oh, hey, it's the time of year, by the way, since I have my second job on my child's school board, where you're going to be getting phone calls from your PTA or your school board asking for donations. What? It's that I've time of year. I've been getting that for months. Yeah, it's easier now because they have everybody has apps and Correct. text messages. So I get hit up on the daily. Ignore. Sorry. Are you doing any donations whatsoever? We'll do like we do like food donations for events, but no stuff. monetary donations. No monetary. Okay. No. If you can, I'm, my only plea is this: as the guy that is in charge of following up with every single parent out there, and it's my second job, so ignore. I did yesterday. <laughs> Don't All ignore. Right. All right, let him go. Don't. I'm just saying, don't ignore. If if you can donate, great. Please make a donation. Please let them know. This is a tough time of year to ask for donations. I would wait until after the holidays, and well, even further past the holidays when people aren't paying off credit cards. Well, a lot of times people want to get it done for tax purposes. Okay, that makes Sometimes, sense. If people are in a giving mood. I remember right. when I worked at coffee shops, you always got better tips during the holidays. That's people true. Just in a giving mood. You know, it's funny. My university, so the University of Florida, I'm an alumni member for lifetime. Right. But my, the college that was my major, uh, the the arts college, mm-hmm. will call me all the time for money, and I'm like, "Do you know how much money I have given to this college? I'm not giving you any more." Yeah, I know. And but, I feel on your I feel, level. I feel that way about like my high school still hits me up every year. Really? And I'm like, dude, you know how much money we poured into that place when I was going there? But if you're going to the school, my point is this. My point is not to shame anybody into making a donation that maybe they don't want to or can't afford. Too late. My point is <laughs> if you can, don't just look at the email or the text or the phone call and go, eh, just just get it done because there's somebody out there like me who's who's looking who's doing this as a second job. 
Don't ignore it. I just want to get this done. It's my only point. Sorry, that was a cry for help. It really was. <laughs> anyway, that's what I'm doing in my off time right now. But I do appreciate, Jason, if you don't want to do monetary donations, that you donate food, oh, yeah. you don't, like, they do your time, jacket drives. I'll do all your yeah. time, jackets, anything like that. Anyway, Jason, how are you? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Middle of the week. I've been thinking about this big uh, second annual now. My wife throws this Christmas party at the house, and then every day it's going to be creeping up in the next two weeks. But the house is just a disaster. You and your wife throw a Christmas party? She's You've never been invited. Party. It's not. No, like, I, I don't it's care. Not that kind of party. What kind of party is it? It's like for the neighborhood. Oh, okay. And like the the like different like neighborhood and town. Um, we're a part of like a co-op babysitting co-op. It's for all those people. I it's not you... like work friends or huh. personal friends. It's all that kind of stuff. I had him pegged as the most antisocial couple of all time. My wife runs it, but it's important to her. So anyway, I've been looking around the house thinking like right. this place is a disaster. These kids like are maliciously trash this house. The area rugs are disgusting. So I just like, and I, I've said it's my job. I'm going to like shampoo these rugs. So it's just like every day I go home, I'm just thinking like, how am I going to do this? I got to tell you, we just cleaned the house on Friday and it's a disaster. You it, don't, oh, you have dogs. We have dogs. Yeah. And so same thing. I look at the area rugs and then there's little paw prints on the side of the shower. I'm like, why is the side of the shower dirty? And Jeff's like, I was in the shower and Rylan wanted to get in. I'm like, <laughs> That's why that's why we're going to be one dog, one kid. It's a lot easy. It's you easy to manage. You don't have a dog yet. You're I know. About we'll a dog. get there. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Well, anyway, but the party's going to go off. It's too bad you can't make it, Marcus. Ah, uh, <laughs> you know. Was, thanks for the invite. It was, it, was big, it was big last year, and it's looking to be even bigger this year. Sorry, I'm not available. Yeah. Do kids come, or is it just adults? Yeah, no, it's kids. It's mo- it's, it's families from the community. Gotcha, yeah. hmm. but not, not friends. Not half Moon Bay. No. Apparently. No. <clears throat> Very good. Uh, it's know, all right. They're just I'll my feelings. Or Mission Terrace. I'll send you pictures. <laughs> <laughs> he's going he's gonna to flood our text with t- with pictures of a party we didn't get know, invited to. I don't know how to. we're going to fit all these people. Is that a charcuterie board? <laughs> no, it's not because they're vegetarians. No, it's a, it's a cookie party. A it's cookie all, it's party. All about holiday cookies. Do you, are people making them there? Yes. No. Oh. No. Well, you can. You can. You can. No. You mostly bring them. I you think. bring them. Yeah, okay. You bring them. Yeah. So we'll I mean, provide. we don't. We're not invited. No. no. You don't. The people that are invited yeah. bring them. But those are fun holiday parties where you make cookies together. Mm-hmm. No, it's there's going to be time. crafts for the kids. Again, it's too bad you're not going to. Why you keep talking about a party that I'm not invited <laughs> to? Hey, what do we have going on today? Speaking of a big party. California's Great America has Winterfest happening now through the end of the year. That sounds so fun. It is fun. We want to set you up with tickets. Uh, That's coming up this morning at 8.05 with our trivia game. What you know about that, make sure you're tuned in for that. Coming up next, a reminder that it's National Leftovers Day. I I thought we were past that. Like, it's too late now. Today's like the day, day, day. And not just for Thanksgiving, but just in general. Go clean out the fridge. I thought it... I want to talk about like how my wife and I are diametrically opposed when it comes to like leftovers. We're I'm on, on your wife's side. We're on two separate sides of the fence. We'll get into that coming up at 620. Hey, what are you doing, Corey? Trying to lean in. Corey's watching videos. There, What's that video? Oh, it's a story of a... It's a golden retriever. Who fell in love with a corgi and they had a baby. Oh my God. And it's a gold corgi. I'm dying. I don't need another dog. I don't know if we can get Corey to come back to work after this. Oof, I'm just going to run that TikTok over and over. More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today. It's Star 1013. It's Marcus and Corey. I don't know who needs to hear this, but it is officially National Throw Out Your Leftovers Day. Well, definitely. And, like, to be fair, if you're still staring at Thanksgiving leftovers, that's okay. Not judging, because I'll be honest with you, I still have yams in my fridge. I still have mashed potatoes in my fridge. You were I eating st- it yesterday. I still have gravy in my No, I wasn't. Monday. Sorry. Monday. You ate, yeah, you had a turkey melt in here. I did have a turkey melt on Monday. Technically, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, two days after you're supposed to have poultry. And I'm fine. I didn't drop dead or nothing. You have an iron gut. But I get very paranoid about that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'm already, like, I'm ready for trash day for compost. Mm-hmm. I've got all, everything lined up. Like, I keep it in the fridge until you want to toss it because you don't want your compost to stink. Mm-hmm. But I've got, uh, that's going, that's going, that's going, that's going. So, it's a reminder. Again, I don't know who needs to hear this. It's a reminder to go through the fridge today and just toss. Just toss stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you've got, and my wife is so diligent with this. This is one thing I realized when we got together. She is so diligent. She and I, we are on the same page. If there is chicken hanging out in the fridge for more than two days, she's not touching it. Two days 
might be a little... Day three for poultry apparently is the rule. Trying to explain to her the science of why you can eat a lasagna for like two weeks. You can do that because the acid in the tomatoes keeps everything cool. You know that for sure. Mm-hmm. That's science. Or did you just rationalize that in your head? No, no, no. That's, that's science. Now, I feel like I need to do some kind of disclaimer. Somebody's probably staring at a two-week-old lasagna in their fridge going, Marcus said it was okay to eat. I'm weird with stuff over a week. Okay. My a week is my deadline, but it depends on what it is. Like if it's got oh, so on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. I made that uh, blue cheese dip, and it's got heavy yes, creamer yes. and and cream cheese. And so on Friday we had leftovers. I'm like, oh, let's bust out that dip, and we couldn't find it. And I go, did we leave it in the car? Ooh. And Jeff's like, it's fine. It's cold in the garage. I'm like, mm, dairy. So I was no. like, you go first. Even I wouldn't touch that, Jeff. We did. <gasps> we were fine. Oh. I know. Taking your life into your own hands. I was like, we got some um, modium, right? <laughs> Dude, I can beat that one. Oh, really? I don't I know left, if I want to hear it. <laughs> I left my lunch bag here at work before the break oh. <laughs> with a tub of chili in it. Homemade chili. You didn't eat the chili. No, didn't touch it. I opened it up. It was already like, you know, fuzzied over. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I don't want to do because ours we gambled and won. <laughs> no, I would not have touched that. It was fun. It was but cold in the garage. I do still have turkey congee in the fridge, which I need to keep eating. No, you don't. How is, is that, that? It's soup. It's fine. It does. It's the meat. I do a smell test on everything. If it smells okay. It feels okay. It's okay. I can't do that. <laughs> that look you're giving me, the side eye is real. No, I know. No, I can't do that. My wife literally will go through and like cans of food the day after they're expired. They're gone. Hit the canned bricks. Food? Uh-huh. Hit the bricks. I'm a little more forgiving with canned food because that's the whole point. It's mm-hmm. canned. Mm-hmm. No, I know. I know. Anyway, where are you at on this? Again, National Throw Your Leftovers Out Day. I know if, if we if need you, to do that here in, oh, in our office fridge. You can't even talk about Ooh. the. I'm tired of talking about the office. Fridge. I know. Oof, it's a, it's it, we're a broken record. <laughs> All right, six twenty six. We'll check what's trending here in a little bit. What do you have? Well, I have your Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey update. Of course, it's a big one. Of course, mm-hmm. and uh, also, hold on to this. Mm. It's not a nutcracker. It's a beer cracker. I'm surprised nobody's come up with this before. Yeah. Talk about that coming up at 6.50. More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today. It's Star 101.3. It's Marcus and Corey, 6.38. Good morning. I saw a headline Yeah. that got me, so I wanted to discuss. Woman breaks up with boyfriend for something that 50% of men are guilty of doing. 50%? Five zero. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. He got dumped for a gross habit nearly half of men are guilty of. I'm, uh, I don't blame her. He refuses to wash the sheets with regularity. And she only discovered this after they moved in together. This is one of those gigantic articles with all kinds of screen caps and photos and whatever. So let me distill it down. I I would think, though, if they're dating to the point where they move in together, she hasn't spent the night before and realized, wow, these sheets are sticking to my body. Maybe she has. Maybe she thought she could change him. But apparently, and this is where it goes sideways for him, not only does he not want to do it, but he argues with her about it. And that is death. (laughs) You move in with your lady, and she looks at you and says, hey, listen, I'll never forget when I moved in for the first time and I, and she was like, where am I going to put my stuff? And I'm like, well, you can have those two drawers over there. She's like, well, what about the closet? I go, well, how much closet space do you need? Next thing I know, I'm getting two drawers. She's getting the closet. But you know what? Your lady's happy. You're happy. That's how I live life. I li- I'd like to live it with both of us happy. I'm mm-hmm. very much... Let's split things 50-50. But what I love about my husband is he want we do the sheets every week. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 a thing. Let me rephrase. She's happy about something I wasn't even thinking about. So, like, it's not like she took the closet and I was like, oh, I'm sad now. I don't even think about it. 
Does that make sense? It doesn't bother me at all. Well, she probably has more stuff than you do. Way more stuff. Let's get Not back anymore. to washing your sheets. Back to washing the sheets, yeah. You said twice a year. So that's how much this this guy that this woman broke up with wanted to wash the sheets twice a year. But you said 50% of men are guilty of this? Yes. That is a huge number and very disgusting. I don't know why. And there are guys out there. Jason's one of them. He's, once, he's a once a week guy. But I asked him point blank off the air. I said, when did you start doing this? Because he's an evolved guy. Mm-hmm. He's very clean. I said, think back to college at Sonoma State. Were you this clean at college? He's like, I don't remember. But No, there's a joke uh, in this movie, 22 Jump Street, with Channing Tatum. And they're like, comforter, which I will not wash for one year. I mean, it's 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 a joke, but at the same time, you have to grow up right. and be clean. I mean, do you know how much stuff comes off of your body? I know. I mean, that's why they say you have to change your mattress after a certain time, your pillows. I mean, that's gross. There was a time, this is going to be gross. There was a time when oh, I was God. in my 20s oh, God. where the sheet would just come off the bed and I wouldn't, I would sleep on the mattress because I was just too lazy. This was the 90s. Don't look at me like that. I can't help it. I'm if you're going to per- share stuff like that. I'm a like new person. That? I thought this was a trust tree. I thought we were in a safe space. <laughs> no? I don't know what to say. You've actually rendered me speechless. <laughs> that was so long ago. I know. I, mean, I know. I, I don't think about it because I have someone at my house that thinks about it. Right? And she's very fastidious about it because there is nothing my wife likes more. And we've talked about this. And getting into bed with clean sheets. Bonus points if you just shower. No, that's the best. You take a shower, you get in those clean sheets. That's mm-hmm. the best night's sleep you're going to get. I am not allowed in a in a freshly changed bed unless I shower. Not you, allowed. You know, when we were kids, I would sneak into my sister's bedroom and we would giggle and whatever. But she was so mean to me because, did you take a bath tonight? Yes. <laughs> All right. She'd grill you before she'd let you in the bed. She's well, no. She still had to lay a blanket down <laughs> where I would lie. Can't have your essence on my sheets. But to this day, she's still weird about her bed. <laughs> like I was over there, and that was lying on her bed, and I was like, "Uh oh, I think my feet are gonna touch your pillow." She's like, "No!" <laughs> so I know how to troll her. Anyway, this couple moved in. The lady broke up with her boyfriend because he was a twice-a-year chain sheets guy. I, I'm and on her side. So she so she screen-capped a text conversation where she's like, Hey, babe, can you go ahead and just throw the sheets in the wash? He's like, Why? <laughs> and she's like, Because it's time. Well, didn't we just wash them last week? She's like, Yeah, we wash them every week. He's like, No, every other month at the most. His point of contention, which is lame, is that she was just creating more work for him to do. To which I would counter, sir, you have moved in with a lady. She's going to make you a better person if you just let her. Oh, he's no, he's done. He's You're cooked. never going to find a gone. woman. He's gone. And the, and the woman you do find that wants to be with you is equally disgusting. Once you got to find the lady that has the equal amount of ick. Otherwise, it's over. Ugh. Anyway, I know Ugh. there's... there's there's no, there's no argument here, I don't think. Just lean in. <laughs> Your lady wants to do something. Just lean in, fellas. Oh, my goodness. That's what I say. 6.43. We're going to check what's trending in a few minutes. What do you have? Okay, so I've got your Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey update, and also a very sweet tribute to Matthew Perry, Yeah, which okay. I really appreciate. We'll get into that in more at 6.50. I do love this dude, Noah Khan. He, he, I believe he was just in Berkeley or headed to Berkeley to play... Um, to play there for a sold-out show. Dial Drunk is the song. Check this out. It's Carrie Underwood before he cheats. Star 1013, it's Marcus and Corey. Good morning. This is what I'm talking about. It's what's trending on Star 1013. What's happening in entertainment news, the biggest stories of the day, and everything people are talking about today in the babe. So when Matthew Perry passed away, that one hit me pretty hard. Uh, just always been a big fan. And it turns out there are a lot of fans because Nielsen did a release of their ratings. And in just the few hours until the ratings window closed, mm-hmm. Friends, the TV show, mm-hmm. tallied 583 million minutes viewed, pushing it to number seven on the list of what people are watching. It's the highest weekly total for that show since the series saw just over 600 million minutes in January of last year. Hmm. Um, and there may be more continued interest since, uh, as we told you, Perry's stepdad is Keith Morrison of Dateline. Right. And he shared a post 
asking people to honor the late actor by donating to the Matthew Perry Foundation. I watched 17 again last night just because Matthew Perry's in it. And sure. people have been talking about Zach Efron playing Matthew Perry in a, in a, what would you call it? A biopic? Mm-hmm. Biopic. Biopic. Why do I say biopic? Because that's what it looks like. I know. Uh, so, because they were in that movie together. But anywho, I'm glad that they're honoring him because I was a big fan and that really kind of hurt. Yeah. Speculation is hardcore on what's up with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Now that the Karma Singer is on a tour break, the latest rumor is that she's staying at his new Kansas City home. Saw that. They would be spending weeks at a time together in the mansion he bought last month so they can keep their romance low-key. Kelsey has a handful of regular NFL games left, and Taylor's tour doesn't pick up until February. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Did you want to add anything to that? No, I, you covered it all. <laughs> I, was, I was processing in my head, but not fast enough. I think you've got it all covered. And finally, it looks like a nutcracker, but it opens your beer. Miller Lite's new beer cracker. It's They're offering the limited time bottle opener decoration for the holiday season. The traditional nutcracker has been replaced with a mouth that opens beer bottles and a removable hat that opens beer cans. This is ridiculous and awesome at the same time. There's like, even a small gift wrap box of Miller Lite at the beer cracker's feet. This you, is one of those like... This is ridiculous, but also I need one. I need it now. <laughs> so go to Miller Lite's online store today through Friday. It's 30 bucks, mm-hmm. And you better get, if you want one, you better jump on it fast because they're going to run out. You think? You think? Yes. Gonna, these, these are big sellout items. I mean, I'm like literally probably going to ignore you for the next minute and get myself one. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where to begin? Okay. So. Okay. So. Bar riders no longer going to be able to use paper tickets as fare payment starting tomorrow. I saw that. As the system is transitioning to Clipper only. We've been warning you. Mm-hmm. They're going to be rolling out new fare gates that won't accept paper tickets. That's starting tomorrow. So here's the big question is, what do I do with my, if I got leftover paper tickets? Yeah. Give me my money. Those tickets are not worthless. They're saying to go online for instructions on how to mail your in, your leftover tickets. If, I have a friend if who, they add up for more than more than one dollar. Okay, I have a friend who doesn't have a cell phone. Yo, what do you do? <sighs> what do you do? So, I mean, if you really want to get into it, and we will for a second, there is a socioeconomic aspect to that. There is to your point. You have to have a cell phone. You have to have a cell phone, or you have to have a you have a Clipper card. Clipper, no. To to be fair, Clipper does make plastic cards. Okay, so you can have a. So plastic there is card, an option, but you'd have to load it. Can you do that with cash? I believe so. I haven't ridden Bart in a minute. You could probably go to where the people are in the booth. Yeah. More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today it's Star 101.3. It's Marcus and Corey. Time once again for Second Date Update. Let's do this. Your favorite. Hey. We're going to find out why or what you did on that first date <laughs> to make someone disappear. <laughs> you. Well, something happened. <laughs> Let's bring Edward on. Edward, pay no attention to Corey. I'm sure you were fine. How you guys doing? I thought I was. I thought I was amazing. I thought I was golden. Um, <laughs> apparently, Claire did not think so, or hopefully, you know, nothing happened. But right. um, I. Uh, so, like, we actually got set up by mutual friends. I was going to ask you, and, like, how did you, how did you guys meet first of all, and then let's talk about the first date. So, go ahead. Well, that was the thing. We kind of had like a first date before the first date. Okay. Let me explain. Um, we got set up by friends and it wasn't like a true blind date scenario or anything like that. It was just like kind of like a group hang at a concert and it was super low key. In fact, we didn't know that we were even being set up and it was actually kind of awesome because during the show, we just naturally gravitated towards each other without, you know, anybody saying anything and, you know, we're chatting up and she seemed really cool. And, you know, I was like, want to do something different so i was like hey can i get your number and then asked her out and asked her to come to my apartment to see if i could make her yo right to the apartment this guy yeah but you want to cook her dinner i wanted to cook her dinner okay i respect that fastest way to my heart (laughs) it's that's what i'm talking about what you should do is feed these feelings oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and I'm not going to lie, it's kind of my signature move, a uh, uh, little chicken scallopini. Okay. Um, yeah. And I see it's, you. Uh, so, yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking like a little scallopini, a little pasta, some white wine, 
what could go wrong? And so after convincing her I wasn't a serial killer, because, you know, it's, it is a little bit weird, but... For you, man after your own met, heart. Yeah. <laughs> Cook me dinner and we'll watch the ID network. <laughs> <laughs> so, doesn't sound like a bad time. Um, <laughs> so she was down. She, she right. thought it was a good idea, and she met over at my place, and... I thought it went well. The conversation was good. We had a good rapport. The wine certainly helped with that. Sure. And, uh, and you know, she was laughing at all my jokes. The problem is uh, now it's, it's, it's a ghost town. Like, I haven't, I haven't heard from her. So, Interesting. Yeah, full ghost. So doesn't return my texts, doesn't return my calls, and just trying to figure out what happened. Is it bad that, like, I go right to maybe he gave her food poisoning? I think I think she would have said something. I don't think she would have ghosted him for that. Okay, and I was fine. Granted, I've got okay, stomach, enough. but I was fine. Fair enough. Well, let's call her and figure it out. Um, cool. We'll just see what she thought of the date, and we'll go from there. We'll have you on the phone, obviously, but I'll have you mute. We'll do it after the song. Okay. Sounds good, man. Right, second date update. Star one hundred and one three. More variety from the two thousands, the nineties, and today. It's Star one hundred and one three. It's Marcus and Corey. We're doing second date update. We've been chatting with Edward about his date with Claire. Edward pulled a page about it on my playbook. I was going to say, you can't troll him for this because you do this. This is something I would do. Invites her to the apartment, cooks her dinner. And somehow you convinced her you're not some sort of weirdo or serial killer. You got her back to your place. So that means he's got game. Yeah, That's what exactly. that means. And by your estimation, everything went fine. I thought things went better than fine. Okay. I mean, I like it seemed like she was she was cool, and I mean, <laughs> cool with me. And and like I said, we we had met before prior to that, so it's not like it was like right. that was the first first right. date, and things had gone well the other time too. So you also have mutual friends who would right. tell you if they're like they would tell her sure. if there was a warning flag sure. or something like that. Well, let's um, I mean, as I understand it, she's ghosted. So let's let's call her and figure it out. Go ahead and mute. We talked okay. about this. We don't want her to hear you. So. Hang on, here we go. Hello? Hi, may I speak with Claire, please? Uh, yeah, this is Claire. Hi, Claire. It's Marcus and Corey from Star 1013. What's up, Claire? Oh, um, hi. 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 So, we do a little radio show here in the Bay Area. Yes. Okay. Um... We uh, do something called Second Date Update. We like to talk to people about a date they went on and see how it went for them, in their opinion. Uh, do you mind going on the air with us? Um, do you have a sec? I guess. Sure. Okay. I appreciate that Great. she's such a good sport. Um, so, we wanted to ask you about a date you went on with a guy. His name's Edward. He thought you were awesome. Said he cooked you dinner at his place. Said it went well, and now you've ghosted. So I guess the first question is, did you ghost him? And then the second question would be, if yes, then why? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I do remember Edward, and okay. yes, we did go on a date. Okay. And yes, he did. He did prepare some food. Yeah. Um, okay. Is what I guess I'll say. It was technically date number two because I understand you guys went to a concert. Am I getting my facts right? We did. It was. I was at a concert with some of my friends, and. Right. It was like a mutual friend, like setup type of thing, but we didn't really know that it was like a setup. Sure. Um, but I thought he was cool, and so we did end up hanging out. And he invited me over to his apartment to cook some dinner. And I normally wouldn't do that, but I just kind of, you know, we knew some of the same people, so I said I would go. Felt safe. Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay. And so, did you ghost? I ha I haven't responded to him. Okay. I'll be honest. I haven't. No. Okay. So she ghosted. So um, do you I, mind telling us why? Yes. Yeah. Um. So he did want to cook me dinner. Um. And he made this whole thing about how like he loves cooking chicken scallopini, like loves white wine, that kind of stuff. And so I was expecting like a like a good dinner. And when I got there, it was just. He is just not like a good cook, like at all. Um, the chicken was just completely like burnt and inedible. He used absolutely no oil while he was cooking, so it was just like sticking to the pan, and it was just disgusting to eat. Um, the pasta was like barely cooked; like it was legitimately hard and crunching in my teeth. It was just gross, and I don't need someone who's like a gourmet chef, but 
I feel like the fact that he thought that that was okay to serve is just kind of a red flag, in my opinion. Got it. That sounds not good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was, it was like, really disgusting. And he tried to make brownies, but those were, like, also super burned. Like, everything was just either overcooked or undercooked and, like, completely inedible. Um, and it just sort of turned me off. And I really like food, and I like going out to restaurants, and I'm a foodie, and I like to cook. And I think I just I need somebody who is a better cook than Got whatever it. that was. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, the, here's the thing is, so Edward is actually listening right now. He's on the line with us. We're trying to, trying to help, sort of, Edward? I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Okay. I'm, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. I, like, this is, how, how could anyone be so catty? I mean, seriously? I didn't use oil I, I oil just isn't good for you. Like, what are we okay. talking about? That's first of all, it's literally not true. Like olive oil is actually proven to be good for you, and in this case, I feel like it was actually necessary to cook chicken with oil. Like you can't just put a piece of raw chicken in a pan with nothing else. Okay. Like that's disgusting. I just, I just, just, you can't. I mean, look. First off, who cares what it looks like? And, and, and honestly, the oil is almost unnecessary because it's going to be covered in sauce anyway, so it's not a big deal. And the pasta was al dente. That's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> if you're a foodie, that, know that. Okay, if that's if it was supposed to be al dente, then that's just I, I'm like concerned for you. That's just a complete tragedy. It was it was not al dente. It was completely inedible. Like just I'm not exaggerating. Like crunchy. Okay. I, I feel like they're on two different sides of the page. Well, um, yeah. Let me do this, Claire. What if you cooked for him instead? I'm reaching here. I don't think he wants her to cook for him. <laughs> Does anybody want a second date at this point? I'm the, I didn't, not really. I had no idea yeah. who was this high maintenance. I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? This is absurd. Okay. I don't think I'm high maintenance. I just think that you need to get a new hobby because cooking oh, is clearly not it. All right. Hang on. I knew it was the food. I knew it. Well, that's a huge thing. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, I don't know. All right. Not a match. Second date update. 7.05 weekday mornings. Replay going to be at 9.05 if you missed it. So keep the uh, radio on. It's a good day. It's time for good news with Marcus and Corey. Sometimes all you need is one good thought to make it a great day. So let's do this. It's good news on Star 1013. It's a good morning. So good news happens twice a morning. You know this. Just trying to make you smile, man, on the way to work or school or whatever you're doing. What's up? Carpools, et cetera, et cetera. We appreciate you listening. Corey's going to start with her good news. For the second year in a row, the football team from the California School for the Deaf in Riverside has clinched their division state championship. Look at these guys. They overcame a 14-0 deficit early in the game. Their coach, Keith Adams, expressed his astonishment at the team winning back-to-back championships, calling it a rare and difficult feat. Looking forward, the coach is already preparing the team for next year's championship. He says that he encourages the players to play hard, but above all, to enjoy themselves because winning isn't everything. It's crazy. In life, that's going to happen. You're not always going to win. You have to be prepared for those losses, but good for them. Congratulations. You know, my mom was uh, studying to be an American sign language. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Interpreter. Mm-hmm. Did she? Did you learn any sign language like along <laughs> with her? Just the bad words. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Somehow, I'm surprised I didn't see that coming. I mean, I can do some stuff that's better. nice, but I mainly know the bad I did stuff. Not see that coming. <laughs> they don't call me filthy foley for nothing. That is phenomenal. <laughs> On a lighter note, it was really, really helpful to teach my child sign language when before she could talk. Oh, you teach him to say more. You teach him to say thank you. More, please. Don't let me near her. <laughs> I don't even want to do good news anymore. I don't want to talk about this. This is delicious. Uh, day two of Teenage Heroes. This is a teen out of Australia that saved a bus full of her classmates from crashing into a gas station. She's, she's basically an Avenger. Her name's Izzy. And she's in ninth grade. Uh, she was on a bus with about 20 other kids. 
She noticed the bus was inching forward. Nobody was behind the wheel. Oh, no. The bus started rolling across a busy road. I don't know where the adults were. I don't know yet. It didn't Maybe say. somebody put it in neutral instead of park. Maybe. And so it's going across this road, heading straight for the pumps of the gas station. She's 14. She realized the danger. She jumped into the driver's seat, steered the bus away from multiple cars getting gas, pumped the brakes, and got the bus safely to a stop. That's I amazing. mean, this stuff is crazy. That's uh, amazing. At any rate, she got a certificate of appreciation, Aww. a cash reward, and uh, a, a big thank you from the team at the North Casino Mini Mart there in Australia. Super thankful for this beautiful young lady. So, Izzy, you're my hero today. Kids doing big things. There you go. 743. We're going to check what's trending next. What do you have? I have an update on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Okay. Also, California passed a new law around cursive. Yes. I've heard about this. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about that and more. Coming up at 7.50 at Star 101. You know it's a good day when I'm busting out Backstreet Boys album cuts. Yeah. What's up? Taking it back to the 90s all weekend on Star 101.3. It's Marcus and Corey. Good morning. This is what I'm talking about. It's what's trending on Star 101.3. What's happening in entertainment news, the biggest stories of the day, and everything people are talking about today in the Bay. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, now that she is on tour or on a tour break, mm-hmm. The latest rumor is that she's staying at Travis's new Kansas City home with him. hey They're going to be spending weeks at a time together in the mansion he bought last month so they can keep their romance low-key. You know why he had to buy a new place, right? Because the Swifties found out where he lived. Oh, well, they're going to find out where he lives now. I mean, everything's on the internet. Well, but this place has more security. The, he's going to have to mm-hmm. if the, the Tay-Tay stay in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelsey has a handful of regular season NFL games left, and her tour doesn't pick back up until February. It's interesting to me that she has had the opposite effect that like most football players think that a wife or a girlfriend has, which is to say, um, most of the time, because um, I watch a lot of Hard Knocks on HBO, yeah. like wives, girlfriends are quote-unquote distractions in their minds. But for some reason, she has like powered his game he is having a tremendous season. Yeah. No, I watched the game on, uh, what day was that? Uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. California has passed a law requiring educators to teach cursive handwriting from first to sixth grade. Good. A state assembly member says it's not commonly taught in underserved schools. Teaching cursive in school lessened after the Common Core teaching method didn't include it in its curriculum. Meanwhile, critics call this type of penmanship old-fashioned and say time in the classroom would be better spent on skills like coding. It's not just California, though. More than 20 states are now ordered to teach cursive. My handwriting used to be so beautiful. I'm terrible now. It's terrible because I don't ever write. Thanks, email. Yeah. Thanks, social media. Thank you. Not only can I not write anymore, but my hand gets tired really fast. I've noticed it's that when weird. I sign stuff, even on like that electronic pad, uh-huh. I just... I don't even like try. I might, you might as well just draw an X. Yes, by the way. Much. You know, the only person who is not affected by this is Jason because he does keep a written analog journal. How's your handwriting been over the years? Are we talking ha- actual handwriting, like cursive? Cursive. Just how you write. Let's just start there. How do you, how I you write in print? I make a to-do list every day right. in my journal book. Yeah. And it's all printed. It's not like cursive that I learned in second grade. He hasn't succumbed, though, to just writing electronically. He no, still I hate, writes. I hate, because I'll forget it. Right. It's like nothing. I hate my phone. I would throw it out the window right now if mm. I could. It's very, no. very volatile <laughs> over there. Here's something you never knew you needed. It looks like a nutcracker, but it opens your beer. It's Miller Lite's new beer cracker. It's cute. The company is offering the limited time bottle opener slash decoration for the holiday season. It's replaced the nutcracker's mouth uh, instead of cracking nuts, it will open beer bottles, and then it has a removable hat to open beer cans. There's even a small gift-wrapped box of Miller Lite at the beer cracker's feet. You can yeah. get them at Miller Lite's online store today through Friday. It's 30 bucks. but if you want one, you better jump on it fast. Dude, this is what you need to get the Jeff for Christmas. He's not a beer guy. I would get his parents this because at his sister's wedding, they were at an all-inclusive in Jamaica, and it ran out of Miller Lite. <laughs> now, for his parents, they'd love this. He doesn't need another nutcracker. He's already married. <laughs> oh, God. That was... that's, that's like a dad joke. Don't put that in your stand-up. Bro. <laughs> Jesus. I need to begin with a birthday shout-out to a member of our listening family. Happy birthday going out to Victoria and Los Gatos, who is getting ready for school as we speak. 
your brother Marco and I have been commiserating for the last two days. He called me yesterday and I said, dude, call me tomorrow because I, I have the memory of a cucumber. I'm going to forget. It's very smart of you to do that because you did. Marco set his alarm and called me this morning. So happy birthday, Victoria. Have an awesome day at school. Give your brother a big hug. Thinking about you today on your birthday. All right. BART riders will no longer be able to use paper tickets as fare payment starting tomorrow. This is just your reminder. The system is transitioning to Clipper only. So they're rolling out new fare gates that will not accept old paper or magstripe tickets. The big question is, what if I got a bunch of tickets? How do I get my money back? Uh, there is a way. BART says that you can mail your tickets in. So information is going to be at BART.gov. See, my question is, hmm. what if you don't have a cell phone? Because I know somebody who doesn't have a cell phone. Well, the good news is Clipper does have plastic tickets. Okay. And that you can you can load, you can recharge with cash. Okay. So they're they're keeping it real and I appreciate that. No deadline is set for requesting that refund, but your your uh refund has to be at least a dollar. So there you go. What, Jason? Nothing. What's sorry. funny? I just, I'm, I'm goofing off at work. Oh, okay. Corey looked at me. <laughs> It's good to know we nobody's paying attention to me. This hey, is good. I, I commented on your story because I feel like it's a big deal that everything has to have an app. Remember back in the day when you'd get a soda and you took the cap off and you instantly won like the a best. cooler? Without signing up for a loyalty program? Now there's like a 17-digit code no, that I you can hate, load into their app. I hate National Whatever Day and then it's like you can't just get a free donut anymore. No. You got to download the app, yep. join the... Lo- look, so many steps. Uh, we'll take you to the sports desk. Day. I know, right? <laughs> take you to the sports desk really quick. I guess Oakland getting a new professional team is not a big deal. The way I got trolled last hour for mentioning the Oakland Bees. You know what's sad is what's it that? took Jason explaining to me we went from the A's to the Bees. I didn't even think so about it's, that. It's the Oakland Bees. They're not, not a major the league baseball team. I get it. Yeah, well, they can't just jump into the MLB like that. the The colors are the same. The logo sort of looks the same. I wonder if the A's could sue them. No, nah, they're not going to do that for like, logo stuff. This is a this is a grassroots thing. But 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 they're a part of a league that's sort of they're a, they're they are by the MLB right. They are MLB partners. They're not affiliated with any major league team, but you can still bring players up through there. I just really love minor league baseball. I have a special place in my heart for my San Jose Giants, and I just I will embrace this. They're playing at Laney College. They have they have dreams for getting a bigger stadium. Oakland needs a win, dude. The I, I, town needs a win. To me, it's just like they got dumped, and now they're like, "It's cool. I've already moved on." Oh, boy. Check it. Check out my new boo. She's the she's, ballers. She's not an A lister. She's a B lister. Yeah, Says enough, the guy though. who's safely sequestered in Alameda. That's I'm fine. happy. I swear, I've moved on. <laughs> Let's move to basketball, you haters. Dubs are out of the NBA in-season tournament after losing to Sacramento last night. Nailbiter, 124-123. The L.A. Clippers are in town tomorrow night at Chase Center. Tip-off on that game is 7 o'clock. Let's go, Dubs. And then the Sharks are in Boston tomorrow night for hockey. They've been on a little bit of a tear. I think they've won five of their last seven. This is a rebuilding year. Puck drops on that game, 4 o'clock. Go Sharks. Catch what's trending every weekday morning on the 50s. That's at 6.50, 7.50, and 8.50 a.m. And connect now with the Marcus and Corey socials and blogs. That's at 1013.com. Variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today. It's Star 1013. It's Marcus and Corey. It is time to play and win our trivia game. What you know about that? We've got four tickets to California's Great America Winterfest happening now through December 31st. Winterfest brings holiday cheer to California's Great America as the park is magically transformed into a winter wonderland and holiday festival. Say good morning to our contestants. Christine is on the phone in Dublin. What's up, Christine? Hello. Let's go all the way to Brentwood. Daryl is on the phone. What's up, Daryl? Hey, Matt, and good morning, guys. Game's super simple. It's five trivia questions, 50 seconds to answer them all. Each person going to be asked separately. Whoever gets the most right answers wins. If you don't know an answer, yell out pass, and we'll come back to the question if we have time. Everybody play along at home or in the car. Here we go. Daryl goes on hold in Brentwood, and we start with Christine in Dublin. What part of the human body is impacted by scoliosis? The, the back. What is the capital of the state of Indiana? The Imperial March is the theme song for which movie villain? Uh, uh, How many milliliters are in a teaspoon? Five. Cardio is an abbreviation of what word? 
Cardiovascular. Okay, let's go back to one you passed on. What is the capital of the state of Indiana? Uh, Indiana. Um, oh, passed. Okay, the Imperial March is the theme song for which movie villain? Uh, uh, we're out of time. We're out of time. Okay. Christine, hang on. Christine goes on hold in Dublin. We'll pick up Daryl in Brentwood. Daryl. Yes. What part of the human body is impacted by scoliosis? The spine. What is the capital of the state of Indiana? Uh, Indianapolis. The Imperial March is the theme song of which movie villain? Darth Vader. How many milliliters are in a teaspoon? Five. And finally, cardio is an abbreviation of what word? Cardi uh, like heart? Cardio is an abbreviation. Cardio. What? Um, cardio. Uh, no, uh, no, uh, hold on, I'm thinking. You mean Googling? We're out of time. No. We're out of time. <laughs> Christine comes back off hold in Dublin. We'll see how she did against Daryl and Brentwood. Question number one, what part of the human body is impacted by scoliosis? Christine said back. Daryl said spine. We'll expect, accept both. It is one to one. All right. Next question. What is the capital of the state of Indiana? Christine passed. Daryl said Indianapolis. It is Indianapolis. The Imperial March is the theme song of which movie villain? Christine passed. Daryl said Darth Vader. It is Darth Vader. How many milliliters are in a teaspoon? Both Christine and Daryl said five. The correct answer is five. And finally, cardio is an abbreviation of what word? Christine said cardiovascular. Daryl ran out of time. It is cardiovascular. Daryl is our winner. Four to three. Daryl, you got the tickets. Thank you. Thank you. Christine, you are getting a Marcus and Corey chip clip. Love you guys for listening. You know what I've been talking about. Play with us again weekday mornings at 8.05 a.m. What do you know about that on Star 101.3? More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today. It's Star 101.3. It is Marcus and Corey. It's Wednesday. We just posted up on our Facebook page. Be honest. Since National Leftovers Day today. I thought it was National Throw Out Your Leftovers Day today, but whatever, immaterial. I think that's what it means, though. Be honest. Who still has Thanksgiving leftovers in the fridge? The only reason I have them in the fridge is because I wait till today to put them in the compost because the, the trash doesn't come till tomorrow. Mm. So I don't want that compost to get really stinky. But I haven't touched them since Sunday. Sunday was our cutoff for leftovers. Sarah brings up the best point. Unless it's been frozen, it's most likely no longer safe to eat at this point. No, I'm, we're way past the... I'm very much like your wife. I, I'm, yeah. I'm nervous about dairy, anything that even smells kind of off. We did take a chance, though, after Thanksgiving. This is savage, you guys. So we, I made this blue cheese dip uh-huh. for our Friendsgiving, and it's got, you know, blue cheese, cream cheese, a creamer in it. Like and, heavy cream. Yeah. You cook it. That's a lot of you dairy. Bake it. Right? Well, we were looking for it on Friday okay. to eat some leftovers. Okay. And I'm like, where is that? We left it in the car. For how long? Overnight? Overnight. And you still went for it? We went for it. I made Jeff eat it first. <laughs> but because it was in the garage, the car was in the garage, it was cool <laughs> enough that it was. Fu- we were both fine. But that's not normally something I would do. But he convinced me it's like cool enough in the garage that it wasn't bad. <laughs> That's a that's an aggressive move. I was scared. I had the emodium on standby. My wife and I are completely on opposite ends of the spectrum. You eat something for weeks. weeks. Lasagna weeks. Ugh. I tried to explain to her the science of lasagna. The fact that the tomatoes, the acid in the tomatoes, keeps the food longer. The cheese. Yes, but there's acid from the tomatoes protecting the cheese. By the way, I'm not a scientist or a doctor. Where did you get this information from? Off the internet, where I get all my hard hitting facts. Okay, so I'm not going to take that one. Fact. So what did I do? Okay, so we had the turkey last Thursday, mm-hmm. and then we did one night of just straight Thanksgiving leftovers on Friday. By Saturday, I made turkey taquitos, mm-hmm. which are deep-fried rolled tacos, which mm-hmm. my daughter loves. And then after Saturday, nobody's touching that except me, so I made turkey congee, which is the rice porridge. 
And that's still sitting in my fridge. I don't think you should touch it. I'm doing it, but but the other the meat. The other key is I'm going to blast it in the microwave for a long time so that it gets ho- all rubbery. Hopefully, effectively kills all the germs. But it's uh, also going to kill the bacteria. meat. Well, the meat's already been cooked to death. It doesn't matter. That doesn't sound good. It's delicious. I mean, I hate hate wasting food. Me too. But Sunday night we did leftovers and I'm like, I am officially done with Thanksgiving food. I think what I'll do to be safe is that I will have one more serving and then I will freeze the rest of it for later. How full is your freezer? <laughs> I can only imagine. I do pretty well. The key is to label stuff. That's the key. Yeah, I just literally looked in the freezer yesterday and I'm like, hmm, is this chili? Yeah. Because you think you're going to remember. Tomato soup. You think you're going to remember. You're like, oh, I'll remember that that's a bag of whatever. And you just don't. Jeff's not a huge leftovers person. I've kind of molded him into that because I'm like, I hate wasting food. You know me. When I was living in my studio apartment on King Street, Mm -hmm. when I would leave work, if I had any leftovers, I just left them out. (laughs) Kim's like, why do you box stuff up? You're you're just going to leave it on the street. I'm like, well, someone might enjoy it. Yeah, somebody might enjoy it. You never know. Yeah, no, I... uh. The, the power move for labeling stuff in the freezer, and then we'll move on. I found that painter's tape with a Sharpie. Yeah, that's good. That works good. really well. Okay. Anyway, 817, let us know where you're at on the spectrum. Do you still have Thanksgiving leftovers in your fridge? Today is National Throw Out Your Leftovers Day. So yes. check it, do the sniff test, <laughs> and, and Godspeed. Anyway, 817, on the way next... We're going to be talking about, okay, do we want to cover, you know what? Well, I'm going to flip the script a little bit. We were going to talk about the reason this couple broke up because the guy wouldn't change his sheets, but I'm bored of that. I would rather get into doing these things to spend your day smiling. I like that. These are just positive little tweaks you can do with your day to keep smiling. I All like right? that. We'll do that next. Right after Taylor Swift, it's Star 1013. Good morning. More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today it's Star 1013. It's Marcus and Corey, and it is time. We're going to brighten your day a little bit. I like that, because, you know, it's always tough when Jeff's out of town, and he flew out yesterday, and I came in a little cranky, because the dogs are, they don't, I'm not the alpha. These are things you can do to just tweak your day a little bit. Okay. To make you smile. Make sure you do, you're going to laugh, because these things you don't do, but like, (laughs) do some affirmations. I do that. Do you? I'm very much a manifester. Meaning, not just affirmations, but I'm sorry, I'm getting a couple things conflated here. Affirmations and gratitudes. Gratitudes was the other big thing. Being thankful for something? Yes. Just I like, do that. Like, what, what happened yesterday that I can be happy about? That'll put a smile on your face. Uh, dude, yesterday I had shake and beef for the first time, and I am now a shake and beef girl. That would put me in my happy place. Mm-hmm. Uh... Another one on the list that I like, and we do it twice a morning on this show. Listen to good news. Okay? Okay. 740 and 840. If you need a place to park your uh, your radio or your app, that's when we do our good news. Somebody is asking us about the show, and, and do we talk about news news or mm-hmm. politics? And I'm like, no. We want to have a good time. We don't want to talk about... You can get that anywhere. I guess that's the... You know, that's a good point to bring up, because... There's a lot of hard news out there, mm-hmm. and it's not that we are oblivious. It's not that we are disjoint, you know, disaffected or whatever. Disconnected. We disconnected. We just know that you're going to get inundated with that on your phone and the news cycle it's at all times. Everywhere. It's everywhere. So we want to bring you something to bring you joy. Correct. Here's another way to just keep a smile on your face at all times. Do a small act of kindness. Something as simple as letting somebody out on El Camino when they're trying to pull out of a driveway. Or maybe buying the person Starbucks behind you. Yeah. Uh, talk to your animals, huh, Corey? Well. You got three dogs. Who else am I going to talk to? <laughs> That's right. Your husband's out of town. I, I, they come up to me and I just, God, I wish you could get a device for a dog to talk. Because I'm like, I want to know what you're thinking right now when you look at me like that. <laughs> Didn't they have that in that movie, Up? Yes. <laughs> you need three of those at your house. I do. Another way to keep a smile on your face. This is great. Dance or sing while doing chores. This is me all day. Yeah, totally. The only time it gets weird is when you get caught. Oh, I mean, 
I don't let Jeff watch me Zumba because it's just a lot of flailing and laughable moments. But uh, I've definitely put on the music when we're cleaning. I will do that. I'll have one earbud in while I'm washing dishes. Or uh, I really, really, really like Latin music. Okay. While I'm trying to clean, you know, reggaeton or uh, salsa, anything with a beat to it. Yeah. Uh, take warm baths and take your time doing it. I do like a good bath. Do you do that at your house? I do. Okay. Jeff's always, Jeff's like, I don't understand baths. You're just lying in your own funk. And I'm like, <laughs> will you stand up and you rinse off? <laughs> That is the most glass half full of glass half fulls, or no, glass half empties. He's like, you just laid in the water and all the stuff fell off and you're just stewing in it. And I'm like, how dirty do you think I am? Here's one that can get awkward. Keep a smile on your face by giving 20 second hugs. Oh, I'm definitely guilty of the, they pull away sooner than I do. (laughs) Not only am I guilty of that, but I'm guilty of. Have you ever, have you ever accidentally hugged a non-hugger? Yes. That's that's one of the most awkward feelings that one can have. And the side hugger. There's a gal I knew who was a side hugger, and every time she did that, I'm going forward. She's going side. Right. I almost end up kissing her. Translation: I didn't want to do this, but I guess we're doing this. I don't like intimacy. Please go away. <laughs> At any rate, just some simple things every day. Keep you smiling. Sure. There you go. 825. We're going to check what's trending here in a little bit. What do you have? Okay. So Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, they're almost moving in together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically. Basically. Talk about that and more coming up at 850. Hang on. It's a good day. It's time for good news with Marcus and Corey. Sometimes all you need is one good thought to make it a great day. So let's do this. It's good news on Star 1013. Keeping you good news twice a morning, 740 and 840. It's brought to you by Shreve and Company, luxury timepieces, fine designers, flawless diamonds. And now Corey gives us her good news. For the second year in a row, the football team from the California School for the Deaf in Riverside has clinched their division state championship, overcoming a 14-0 deficit early in the game. Keith Adams, the coach, expressed his astonishment at the team winning back-to-back championships, calling it a rare and difficult feat. Looking forward, the coach is already preparing the team for next year's championships. He says that he encourages the players to play hard, but above all, to enjoy themselves because winning isn't everything. You have to be prepared for those losses. I just love this. You know, my mom mm-hmm. was uh, studying to become an American Sign Language interpreter, mm-hmm. and uh, she didn't Sadly, she didn't get a chance to finish, but um, it was really interesting. And for a while there, I thought about it, too. I was like, you know what? That seems like a great thing to do, but I've got these sausage fingers. I feel like they think I was mumbling. But what was the amazing fact we learned about you last hour when I asked Corey, hey, did your mom teach you any sign language when you were a kid? I know all the dirty words. <laughs> This is the greatest moment of my morning. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't have that on my bingo card. I should have. I really should have because I know you. We've been together long enough. Well, so when she was doing it, I was in high school. What do you think I'm going to ask? I probably would have asked her if it was last week. <laughs> and your mom was that cool. She's like, oh, hang on. Let me show you. For oh, the- totally. That's I still remember them. Unbelievably funny. <laughs> We're doing good news right now. Are my- we? <laughs> My good news, I just posted it on the Marcus and Corey Facebook page because you have to watch this video. The girl named Izzy who lives in New South Wales in Australia, and she stopped a bus full of her classmates from rolling into a gas station. There's a video, huh? Yeah, and it's savage. She's driving. Okay, so she's in ninth grade. Yeah. She's 14. I, I read the backstory. I guess the bus driver got off the bus to talk to another teacher and maybe forgot to hit the parking brake or something. Left I don't it know. Neutral. Bus started rolling. That is so scary. Across a busy street. Like, imagine a bus rolling down a hill, like, through El Camino. That's scary. Towards a shell station. And that's what you're seeing in this video. So she's driving. For some reason, there's one kid running alongside as if he's going to... Stop it. As, he, as if he's going to direct the bus where to go. Thankfully, little Izzy had both hands on the wheel because those bus steering wheels are not to be trifled with. No, they're pretty big. 
Um, and she saved like 20 kids on the bus. That's amazing. Because she's like, oh my God, we're about to hit a gas pump. Of all the things that you're going to bump into. Yeah. Go watch the video. Go like Marcus and Corey on Facebook and go check that out. She's my hero today. Again, 14 years old, saving lives. Day two of teenagers doing big things on my good news segments. I like it. Uh, 8.45. We're going to check what's trending in a few minutes. What do you have? Our Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey moving in together. I mean, it's cuffing season, is it not? Hello. I did not see this one coming, but I'm excited about it. The Ronettes, Sleigh Ride. Let's get into the spirit of the season. We're going to check what's trending at 8.50, all right? Star 101.3, good morning. For the horses. Horses, 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 horses. Ronettes, Sleigh Ride. Merry Christmas and good morning. This is what I'm talking about. It's what's trending on Star 101.3. What's happening in entertainment news, the biggest stories of the day, and everything people are talking about today in the Bay. Trending is brought to you by Disney's The Lion King, now on stage at San Francisco's Orpheum Theater through December 30th. Mm-hmm. Speculation is hardcore on what's up with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey because she's on a break from her tour, and the latest rumor is that she's going to be staying at his new Kansas City home with him. I wonder... Do you, do you think she's a nester, or do you think she gets bored because she wants to be out on tour and doing Taylor Swift stuff? I think she's both. Okay. I think she can be a nester. Thing is, I think they've been dating a lot longer than we know of. Because, really? Yes, because she met the mom really soon. Their parents met last week. I think that they kept it under wraps how for as they, long as they how could. How do you do that? The, the, the Swifties are relentless. Because to stay with him in his home, that's, yeah. a, that's a big step. That's a big That's step. An adult move. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, and they've really scheduled it out to go around when she's not touring and when he's playing football games and all of that. Mm. Her tour doesn't pick back up until February. Okay. California's passed a law requiring educators to teach cursive handwriting from first to sixth grade. A state assembly member says it's not commonly taught in underserved schools. Teaching cursive in school lessened after the Common Core teaching method didn't include it in its curriculum. Meanwhile, critics call this type of penmanship old-fashioned, saying time in the classroom would be better spent on skills like coding. <sighs> it's not just California. More than 20 states are now ordered to teach cursive. I mean, I've, I've lost any penmanship I ever had because of electronics, because of email, because of social media. I just don't write anymore. And when I do write, like I write a thank you card or some yeah. sort of letter... I, it's like I'm a little kid. I had to take my time to really make it look nice. I remember I was at Brick House with my friend Kim. Right. And she does like a daily special and right. she writes it down on a board. And she's like, hey, do you want to do that for me? And I was like, no, you do not want my handwriting. She's great handwriting. Mine is just trash. And when I do like, you know, cards for my wife, anniversary, birthday, et cetera, et cetera, my hand hurts after like four words because I just don't, we don't write use it like that anymore. anymore. Uh, I have a very strange shoulder pain from scrolling. Oof. Isn't that stupid? So, yeah, I mean, (laughs) I understand, yes, coding is important, but, like, cursive is a lost art. It is. It is. Uh, It looks like a nutcracker, but it opens your beer. This is what we're calling Miller Lite's new beer cracker. Now, I'm kind of bummed because they're already sold out for the day. So if you want to get one of these, set your alarm because you just go to Miller Lite's website. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a traditional nutcracker, but the mouth has been replaced so it opens beer bottles. And then you can remove his hat, and that area opens beer cans. <laughs> There's even a small gift wrap box of Miller Lite at his feet. So you just go to their online store, but it's only through Friday. They're 30 bucks. But like I said, it's already sold out. We're, we're, try- yeah, we're trying to get one for for the Jeff. For, for I'm, I actually want to get for his husband. parents. Oh, for his parents. Yeah. It's all sold out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where to begin? This is apropos of very little, but the best college towns and cities in America. Nothing in California, but I did note number two on mid-sized college cities, Gainesville, Florida, home of my dad. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't this was, sure. This was for you. Oh, okay. Gainesville, Florida, home of the University of Florida. Go Corey's Gators. Alma mater. Yes. Where her father basically runs the journalism department. <laughs> Shout out to Professor Foley. Profo. Number eight overall on the list of best college cities. Orlando, for whatever reason, came in number three. Can you explain that one? Well. What's up there? Orlando? Disney World? No, but I mean, as far as a a college town? Well, there's a lot of stuff there because it's a touristy town. I mean, we've got a lot of attractions and options and it's, um, there's actually Disney World owns a town called Celebration. 
Okay. And you can live there. Number one college town in America is Austin, Texas, home of the University of Texas. I could see that. But I did hear people who lived in Austin were getting a little frustrated with how many people were relocating. Sure. To Austin. Those dang Californians tell you what. Oh my gosh, when I moved to Portland, people were actually. You got to change your license plates real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would like put up signs like, don't move here. <laughs> so locally, BART riders no longer able to use paper tickets as fare payments starting tomorrow. Uh, the system will be transitioning to Clipper only. Don't worry, Clipper does have a plastic card, which you will be able to recharge with cash. Um, they're, but they're rolling out new fare gates. They're not going to be able to accept paper tickets. What to do with all your paper tickets if you have leftover diseases? You can go online. What? I made up a word. For instructions on mailing in your leftover tickets, BART.gov. Nice. They have to add up to more than a buck, but they will send you a check in the mail. There is no deadline for requesting a refund on that. Just FYI. Uh, let's see. The Dubs are out of the NBA in-season tournament after losing to Sacramento last night, 124-123. to The L.A. Clippers are in town tomorrow night at Chase Center. Tip-off at 7 o'clock. Let's go, Dubs. And then the Sharks are in Boston tomorrow night for another hockey game. Puck drops at 4 o'clock local time. Go Sharks! Catch what's trending every weekday morning on the 50s. That's at 6.50, 7.50, and 8.50 a.m. And connect now with the Marcus and Corey socials and blogs. That's at 1013.com. Star 1013, good morning. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? Not bad, not bad. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Les, and I'm calling from Rona Park. Les nice. is now famous. Look at that, <laughs> Les. You going to see the Rolling Stones, my man? Woohoo! All right, sweet. Who's going with you? Uh, probably the wife. Okay, he said probably. probably. It's not confirmed. I haven't made my decision yet. Less side piece yeah. unavailable. Uh, yeah. I hope she has a sense of humor. Sorry, that was my outside voice. Less. No, cool. Have the best time. Yeah. Take the misses and like, dude. Have a great date night on us. And thank you for listening. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, we're gonna get out of here. However, reminders, tomorrow morning, 9.35, more Rolling Stones tickets. Yeah, all okay. week. And then all day today, four packs of tickets for California's Great America Winterfest going on through the end of the year. Nice. You can go to cagreatamerica.com to buy your tickets. However, Nina will have a bunch after 10 o'clock when she gets here. More star music, another, another shot at tickets coming up at 10.05, and then all day long. Just keep it on, okay? Okay. That's your only job. Okay. Tomorrow morning, we're back. We would love to... Uh, chat you up and hang out and stuff so stay connected with us online at marcus and Corey everywhere but be back with us tomorrow morning have a great day bye